Welcome to the Tactical Security Podcast. Welcome to Tactical Security, where we argue cybersecurity practices from a, a technical and a managerial lens. Here's what you need to know about today's cybersecurity tactics. This is episode three. During this episode, we'll be addressing the differences between information security compared to cybersecurity. I'm Wolf, and uh, I'm an advisory CISO. I'm Dave. I work in cybersecurity professionally, but you may know of my work with Hack the Kids. So Dave, you know, CISO, obviously, Chief Information Security Officer, not, not CCCO, <laughs> not Cybersecurity Officer. So I'm looking forward to, to hearing what you think about this topic. And, and actually, you know, this, this stumped me a while back. So uh, I was at an event. I was talking about the importance of design. I was, I was giving a talk on, on the path, you know, mapping of attackers, path mapping of employees, how you want to put controls on the attacker path and on the employee path. And I'm delving into all these things and I open it up for questions. And this was, uh, it was a technical audience. It was a cloud audience and, uh, you know, no one raises their hands for a moment. I'm like anyone, anyone, like what, what do you want to ask? And one person raised their hands and I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I kind of get what you're saying. Um, but back in the beginning, you said cyber security. So what would, what would be the difference between that and an information security and everything you just covered here? <laughs> like, whoa, we're, we're going back to the basics, right? We're going way back to the basics. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, security is, Security. Uh, it's it's all the so, Dave. I needed you there, man. I needed you. Where were you? <laughs> I would have brought out my uh, ISC squared CISSP book and kind of just flipped to page seven, and right there would have been the, the definition. Ah, see, I also needed to pay my CSSP dues. I, I oh, had yeah. those laps as well. You know, there's a there's a, <laughs> there's a very strange correlation that when your AMTs expire, so does your knowledge. Yes. That's exactly right. I did not pay my dues. And uh, next thing I know, people are pounding on my front door and there's a bright flash of light. And, and uh, I, I can't tell you what happened after. I have no idea. Well, did you eventually respond? Did you answer the question? Or did you just kind of look at them and say, there's no difference? I just walked out. I'm like, did you really? Did you even oh, yeah, yeah. Mike? <laughs> it was on a podium or I would have. You better believe it. So what, uh, how would you have answered that, Dave? Nowadays, it's, it's kind of a complicated answer, right? There's information security, which has been around for quite some time. So I'm going to argue like, you know, all the way back to medieval times, right? You know, you're protecting your assets. So maybe I'm, let, me, let me first kind of start with, because last, last podcast, we talked about what is security. So now we're looking at information security. So I'm going to say my definition of information security and whoever's listening, they could argue, remember, this is not the all encompassing definition, but for the sake of time and kind of the point, uh, here's my definition. So information security provides policies, processes, and procedures to ensure the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of assets, right? Come back to our old friend CIA. So you know, and that's something I kind of you know, wrote up. You know, I, mean, I didn't just find that on like Wikipedia and pasted in here. So that came out of my brain. And there's a reason why. There's the three P's, right? Because you have to have like your CISO or advisory CISO or you were a CISO, you have policies. These policies define what is acceptable, what is not acceptable. You have processes enforcing the policies. And so many times throughout my career, I've heard 
Security is a process. And then you have these procedures, which are now checks and balances on the processes. Here is how we want to do business continuity. Here is how we want to apply ACLs. We have procedures to enforce the other two. And it all comes back to the three, you know, the CIA, you know, the, the Trinity, right? And, and the assets could be anything. The assets could be equipment. It could be network cables. It could be fiber cables. It could be a router. It could be a server. It could be a data store. But it can also be all the data going across all of that equipment. And that's why I put this definition together. Now, this may or may not be the way you wanted to answer it in front of an audience. This is, again, me just trying to define it for the people listening. Now we understand information security. Where does cybersecurity fit into that, right? All of those things make up cybersecurity, but there's also other aspects of cybersecurity that are excluded from information security. So, for example, when we talk about in cyber um, cloud services, to me, like one of the, the bigger parts of cyber is uh, e-commerce and online collaboration, as well as like anything else that you're doing in the cloud, right? What are you, you know, whether it's your, your accounting software, whatever it is. And that distinction really is the difference between is the data on my local computer and in my data center or is it, which, which I can control and kind of physically go to and have access to versus it's on my computer, but it's mostly also in a cloud somewhere where I don't know where that equipment is. And even if I did, that data could potentially move somewhere else faster than I can get to it. Probably not the best <laughs> explanation for an audience, probably would confuse them more, <laughs> create more questions. But let me sum it up very simply where I view cybersecurity as not only as a subset of information security, but also a dotted line. But because of cybersecurity, we have new regulations on how data centers should be um, managed, secured, again, policies, procedures, um, processes, where we didn't have the, some of those before. I have to say that makes a little bit more sense. When I, when I got my CSSP, um, back in the day, and this is this is no joke. People oftentimes think, due to the unnamed goose game, that I am joking. But there was a lot of training in terms of physical security, right? And in one case, I remember one test question in particular. It went into where do you place the pond to attract the geese, so that the geese will create enough noise. Uh, and act as a early detection system or detective control that will alert the guards. <laughs> like, this is not what I would classify security. I don't want to be messing around geese. So it, it seems to me that, from your definition, what you're saying is the geese may be part of, of security. Um, it may even be part of InfoSec, um, but it wouldn't be part of cybersecurity because that's not a cyber component, right? It's a physical component. Right. No geese. You know, oh, the geese story, real quick, reminded me of the Lhasa Apso. And do you know why? No, why? Well, we used to have a pet Lhasa Apso some years ago, but what I learned having one as a pet is they would be Tibetan guard dogs for the same reason because oh. they're super hearing 
even though they're little and they're, you know, you can kind of kick them off you, but they would hear in, in like in the packs, like as soon as one of them would hear a sound, they would all start barking. Got it. Got it. We'll say <laughs> A little tangent, I mean, a little tangent. Yeah, so, so we need geese on the north side of the building. We need uh, a pack of those on the south side of the building. And, uh, and then we need to forklift everything into the cloud where it won't matter anymore. It still matters. Physical security? Oh, well, okay, not for you, <laughs> but for somebody else. Ah, yes. So um, I'm really hoping that somewhere, somehow, in... in uh, you know, AWS and, and Azure and GCP in, in Cloudland, I would just call it in Cloudlandia, that there is someone who is, is performing the physical controls. That, that's oh. a good point. I'll, I'll, I'll extend this a little bit too. I did a, um, a ISO uh, 27 series engagement and I was working with a, another CISO. This is back in my consulting days. And uh, we are working to get the environment certified we were working to get the uh you know attestation that yes they were matching the the iso controls and they're doing an isms uh, appropriately which is your uh, information security management system and i was i was equally frustrated because i'm like all right tell me where your cameras are and the CISO would look at me like i was stupid he's like we have everything in the cloud <laughs> like all right I, okay but if you didn't have things in the cloud where would your cameras be? And there was a, also a series of questions that you have to perform for the ISO audit around the loading docks, which are just phenomenal, right? Now, tell me about your loading docks. Um, well, we, we have everything in the cloud and we're delivering over SaaS. Like, listen, I need to assure the CIA of your information, please work with me here. Uh, but you're right, a lot of the controls um, are still out there. They're still important, right? They're, they're just not something that uh, we necessarily have direct influence over and, and need to attest to. Now, with that said, though, even though the physical security is not point of concern for that individual client you're working with, but they would, I would argue, they would still need some kind of uh, assurance document from the data center where that their data resides that a uh, only authorized people have access to that data physically b anything that's considered you know super sensitive pii phi whatever fill in your blank would be encrypted right and only access through some kind of tokenization or something and anyone physically entering right you know you'd have the man trap and you'd have some kind of ID card, right? You know, on the air, like I am stuff kind of comes into play. So you decide like where, you know, who's going to go in and um, who's going to access the data center and you have all these things logged and tracked and there's cameras in the data center, right? I mean, we can go into more. That's just kind of keep the conversation light and fluffy, but wouldn't, wouldn't they need that document, that client? They would. You're, you're right. As a, you know, as a security officer, that's one of the things that I would want to maintain, but it's, it's going to be at a much higher level, right? Uh, my cloud provider attests that they are doing the right things to um, protect the physical uh, aspects of these servers we're hosted on. However, however, and you've, you've probably heard this analogy, I'm sure the way a lot of these cloud systems are architected and implemented from a security perspective is uses something like a locker model. So I am going to provide you lockers. I'm going to attest to the physical security of those lockers. 
I'm going to test that no one is, is messing with them. It is up to you to uh, put the right stuff in the locker. It's up to you to use a good lock on the locker. And it is up to you by, you know, segregation of duties to attest and control what's, what's in your space. So if I've got, uh, if I am uh, running PHI in the cloud, AWS is going to attest to that. AWS is going to attest that, yes, I provided you a secure place to do that. However, I still need to make sure that within my locker, within my cloud instance, that I'm performing appropriate cybersecurity controls and uh, ensuring that, that, uh, that you know, the locker contents are up to spec and, and compliant with uh, OCR regs, uh, which oversees HIPAA and everything else. Now, I like all that. And maybe we can kind of call this a security organization compliance report. I don't know. Did I, did I mess up the SOC acronym? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, or service organization control report, something like some kind of audit, right? Or some kind of processes and procedures as well as policies of how to do everything that you said. I think I think I got it. I'm not the soccer oh. two expert, but yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't that fall under there? It does re- remind me of something though, and just putting putting a note out there. We need to talk in a future podcast about policy because there there is a lot of nuance and debate. Is, is the policy what I've configured in my technology? Is, is the policy where what I've implemented in my in my tech stack? Uh, we we should we should discuss that sometime. Sounds um, good. But here's a here's an interesting wrinkle. Back to that locker metaphor that I was giving. This is a well known you know metaphor for uh, cloud hosting. Did you hear about uh, the the recent attack on lockers? Uh, no. What kind of lockers? So there's this there's this service called Pickpoint, and uh, Pickpoint is. It's similar to a delivery service. You you get a locker, and if you're ordering stuff, the the people who are you know delivering it will deliver it into that locker, and uh, then you can go to that point to pick it up. Hence the name Pickpoint. So, Pickpoint um, locker system, physical security. However, because of the way it's all architected and designed, the physical security is wired into a SaaS app, right? So that you can open up your locker, mm-hmm. uh, and so that uh, if I'm delivering something to Dave, I can put it into Dave's locker. Uh, about a month ago now, maybe a couple months, it was, it was towards the end of 2020, um, <laughs> someone got into uh, the PickPoint system and opened up all the lockers in, uh, in the area. So opened up uh, 2,732 lockers, just popped them open, just like that. I wonder how many rotten bananas fell out. Ah, good question. <laughs> well, when I say rotten bananas, that could be a euphemism for other things that are stuff you don't want falling out of your private locker that could be sensitive, right? So um, that's kind of scary stuff. And, and kind of that, I would say, definitely falls into cybersecurity because the reliance of the security, the physical security, is on this SaaS product, right? So, and when somebody can get in there, it, you know, they don't physically need to be at the locker. They mess with the controls within the, uh, the, um, you know, the SAS environment and able to override it, which that would be cyber. Uh, would it though? Because if information security is the combination of technical and physical safeguards, 
to protect your information. Um, and let's just assume by rotten banana, when you said rotten banana, I thought you meant a, a printed out stack of PHI records. That's what I keep in my locker next to my gym shorts. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking about a banana that someone forgot about and you know, that, that makes a big mess and it stinks and it, get, it gets attention. So, but I guess that's a, also could be a stack of PHI records. Yeah, you know, one man's banana is another man's stack of PHI. Mm -hmm. So from an information security perspective, physical safeguards, technical safeguards, both were compromised, right? So there, there was a cyber component, but wasn't there also a physical component? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you could have probably also figured out a way to open up the locker by using some kind of shim or something, right? That's not cyber, that's physical. I would say that's infosec, but that kind of goes back to what I was saying before, where cybersecurity is really kind of a subset of information security, but also a dotted line where there's some things that we're doing in cyber that may or may not really pertain to infosec. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a really good point because the part of the challenge is that a lot of these terms trace back to a simpler time. And as we move forward more and more, the, the boundary between physical security and uh, you know, uh, technical security, the boundary between is that uh, caused by a glitch in software or is that caused by you know, breaking a, a tumbler pin? the boundary between those two is, is definitely fading. So maybe um, we play a game. Oh, okay. What do you want to play? Uh, I don't know what this game is called, but let's have a little fun with it in the next few minutes where one of us calls something out, like some kind of noun. I think we have to kind of limit it to a noun. And then the other person has to say whether it's information security or cybersecurity. Oh, Dave's mystery game. All right, I'll, I'll play. You do you want to do you want to go first, or you want me to pick a pick a word? Well, I think you just <laughs> went first, and you gave me this locker example, which <laughs> was kind of a stumper because it's a little bit of both, if not a lot of bit of both. So let me. I'll go. Okay with that? Sure. All right. I want to say ham sandwich. Ham sandwich. Oh, you thought that this would all be around technology? Okay, no, 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 no. I'll play. <laughs> all right. If if, if we're if bananas PHI, then ham sandwiches my database. No, all right, ham sandwich. Uh, protecting ham sandwich. Uh, the the physical security component would be like the locked fridge. Uh, perhaps there's some intellectual property in in creating that. Um, that would be information security protecting that uh, protecting the intellectual property. Um, the the power grid and uh, and what needs to to go into that to keep the ham sandwich fresh uh, that would be physical security. Um, so I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with predominantly infosec. Ding 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 ding! Yay! I should probably get like a little sound bite for that. You actually went way further than I was expecting. I was thinking the sandwich. I like the intellectual property part, but the ham sandwich is an asset that you sell for your business. You're selling that to make money and therefore going back to my definition earlier, you need to pr protect the CIA of the sandwich. Well, is there confidentiality if there's intellectual property? Is there integrity? Making sure the ingredients are fresh. 
and the availability, no one stole it from you and it's there to, for you to serve and sell. Very good. Mm. All right. I was thinking uh, about my ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So I was, I'm going to, when you started this game, I was thinking technical control. So I'm going to say firewall. Firewall. Now, firewall. I'm going to, I'm going to, if I can, the firewall in a building used to keep fires, you know, slow them down between rooms or a technical firewall that we use to protect networks. Analogies are a fantastic fun thing, aren't they? Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, a, <laughs> a firewall as comprised of uh, a network uh, policy enforcement, allowing or denying traffic based on location, source, traffic type. Okay, I'm gonna say that's a trick question or trick word or whatever. Why? Well, first off, you're gonna think InfoSec because most people that have firewalls, whether it's in your home or whether it's in your office or whether it's in your data center and you got clusters of them, those are InfoSec. You're protecting your assets behind the firewall, right? But what if it's a virtual firewall that's in AWS or Azure? That's cyber. Hmm. One can argue, Oh, firewalls, firewall. Not in this day and age, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, a locker is not a locker anymore if it's being protected by a, a cloud service. It's, it, it's, it's cyber. Um, you know, it's, and that's, and I think you made a really good point mentioning firewall because there's, these lines are getting more and more blurry. Yeah, and I, I, I'll, I'll give you a point to Dave. I was thinking, uh, firewall as a component of network security, network security as a component of cybersecurity, and cybersecurity as a component of your overall InfoSec program. Okay, so if I'm thinking network security and I'm thinking InfoSec, what if my infrastructure is in the cloud and my network is a series of virtual switches and connection points and now my concern is not so much someone trying to get in there, but the east-west traffic within that environment. Uh, so what's the noun? <laughs> I, would, I would say it really depends, which is almost always the answer in our field. What is it? I don't know, it depends. Um, I would say if it's a tangible switch or, or network, then you've got InfoSec. But if it's all virtualized switching, I would say you have cyber. Mm. But you know what? I know we're kind of going off the game, and, and we, mm. we kind of discussed this a little bit before recording. What if it's something physical that's a part of a cloud service? Where does it fall in? Is it InfoSec or is it cyber? Uh, InfoSec, if you're protecting the physical component, is still... Is still my, this is, this is, as we've been talking, I've decided that where I'm drawing the line is, is if there is a physical security control or if there's an administrative control, then I'm calling it InfoSec. That is, that is my, <laughs> that is where I'm drawing the line. So <clears throat> if, uh, if we're protecting a physical component with the cloud component, so when you say that, I am fresh off of a workshop on, uh, industry 4.0, where you're wiring all your factory equipment to the cloud. I don't know why. That doesn't sound like a good idea to me, but that's what everyone's doing. Uh, so I've got to protect my my big, expensive, heavy spinning hammer 
in the factory that is talking to a cloud service. Uh, I'm going to say InfoSec because it, it contains both the physical protection of that device and the technical protection of the cloud services. So you're putting your foot down. I am. You, you've talked me into something here now. All right. <laughs> I'm going I'm to remain like squishy on this because it, it really kind of depends. And I think this is a good wrapping up point. I know we've been on here for a while, but I, I think for folks, um, kind of what Wolfgang is saying, makes a lot of sense and i really think that if that's what works for them then that's where they should put their foot down but if you're also working in the cloud or within cybersecurity, and this really this podcast is much more focused on cybersecurity, which obviously is going to have an infosec overlay then you you need to kind of figure it out for yourself it's kind of almost choose your own adventure in some ways where you know, if it's something that's physical in your data center and you need to be SOC 2 compliant, but also you've got data that needs to be stored or you're servicing up um, data to customers and, you know, you know, web services and the whatnot, then in that case, you know, you could say that a lot of it is cyber and infosec. And I'm going to say that these are not mutually exclusive uh, concepts. These are things that definitely are highly integrated into one another. Well, there you have it. I uh, hope this has helped uh, others with uh, answering that question. I know it's helped me. This has been Tactical Security with uh, Wolf and Dave. Please join us for future episodes where we'll be digging into additional tactical concepts, tools, and practices. Stay healthy, everyone. Question truth and be better. <laughs>